Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Well, update. So we have no puffy bags, and now I, I'm really digging this wrinkle treatment. Me too. You actually look really good. Do I? Not actually, but like you, <laughs> oh, you always do. Oh, whatever. Guys. Well, from now until Mother's Day, your wish is our command with GenuCell's outrageous Mother's Day sale. Double chins, sagging jawlines, and turkey necks can be a real problem for some of you until now. Oh my gosh. So introducing the new GenuCell jawline treatment formulated with MDL technology. Yes. For only one more week, the Gen GenuCell jawline treatment is yours absolutely free when you order the classic GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness, which I love. Which is amazing. Yes. We're both using it. And with its instant effects, see results in the first 12 hours, guaranteed, or your money back. So go to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com or text MAMA to 77453. A surprise Mother's Day premium gift with all orders. What do you think it's going to be? Um, like a vacation, a vibrator, <laughs> or like anything like that. A vibrator Condoms. for our vacation. I don't Condoms, know. birth control. I'll take all of them. All the things. Thanks, Jen. You sell. Well, text mama. You're a real doll. <laughs> text mama to seven seven four five three or visit genucel dot com. That's genucel dot com to find out. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy gang. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hi, all. Hi, Jamie. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mama Said. How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Per yeah, usual. Well, when, uh, yeah, when are we blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, How are you, babe? I'm good. You know, I feel like I'm just, you know, like grinding, just doing it, you know? I feel like it's Monday, but it's... It always feels like Monday. But it's not. Yeah. All right. It's good. Okay, anyway. We're sound boring. Let's get down to it. Uh, I'm going to throw to you first. What's your your win-fail of the week? Mommy win! (laughs) Mommy fail. Fail this morning. um, I... I was really mean to myself. Don't just let it out. Okay, I, okay. I know. I'm like, should we've I all say? done it. I um, I asked him to get ready like 45 times. We were already late to school. He, I, I kept checking back every five minutes, and I had I have a nanny today, so she was helping me. She couldn't get him to get dressed, so I finally went in there and I was like, "What's going on?" And he just like stood there naked, wouldn't move. I picked him up. And put him on the bed and laid him down. I was like, look at me. Tell me why you are not getting dressed. And he was like, I only want to wear the pajamas that are in my hamper. And I was like, you can't. And I was like, then I started to lie. I was like, you will get hand, foot, and mouth from all of the germs on that sweatshirt. And you're going to get the flu again. And he was like, you mean I'm going to get that tongue sore? And I'm like, you will get the tongue sore if you have that sweatshirt on. Because he keeps taking fucking sweatshirts out of the hamper from school that are like disgusting and, and wanting to wear them. And I'm done. I'm, I'm over it. <sighs> That's the only reason why so, I applied to schools that have uniforms for next uh, year. I'm so jealous. So, um, so I like ripped him a new one, and then I apologized and started crying. And then we had a moment, and it was like really sweet. But I, Jenna, I was, if you rewind my nest, th- this is ninety no, percent of my morning. That's why I I'm scared you. because it's on nest. And if anyone saw like the, if anyone was like, this who's is the Jenna? watching the government? I, no one. No, arrest me. No, I, but I'm like, I, if my husband went back, he was like, this is the Jenna like that. I know. You know what I mean? Sometimes like, holy I have fear shit. that my nanny will like rewind it and be like, oh, I know. Well, Jamie she never will. But uh, it's okay. Well, it, I understand that you feeling like that's your fail but i promise you we've all we've all done it yeah and like including I, this morning for me and i have my period so i'm like super oh same we, we've like, synced up yeah i know we did I it i love it <laughs> i was a little late like you were a little early no you were no late. i'm late too oh, yeah we're not pregnant but we're not pregnant thank god hallelujah i know what's your win okay so my win was i went on a vacation with my girls just one night we went to newport beach um for, for my birthday happy birthday thanks and um it was so fun and i slept in till 8 50 in the morning oh good for you and i couldn't believe it i mean i woke up and i actually was hungover so i didn't feel great but um but it was, but it was worth it like instead yeah. of 5 50 and it was amazing so it's like a huge win, huge I, ha- win. I had the best time we danced and we like just took selfies and you we guys were look stupid like you had a good time. and yeah it was fun 
I'm happy for you. Okay, tell me your All right, my turn. Okay, my fail. I cannot change a diaper. My what? son will not let me change his diaper. He, I put him on the changing table and he screams bloody murder, like sc- immediately. As if like like the changing table is like stabbing him in his back right. somehow. To the point where I've like layered it with blankets, like trying to figure it out. I try to change him on the floor. I change him in his crib, like no, literally no matter what. To the point where like he, he'll poop and run from me because he knows that I'm coming to change the poopy. The so, poopy. <laughs> so now the only option I have is to put the television on and lay him on the floor in the living room. And sometimes that will work. I have such deja vu right TV now. So I can change his diaper. But please, anyone that can help me with this – put it on the Facebook page. What do I do? Wait, I remember this. Um, I remember asking Jill, of course, like we're mentioning Jill, our yeah, mommy music Jill teacher. Spivak. Jill Spivak, the best. Um, when I was in a class with Milo, like for Milo, three years ago, I remember my friend was like, I, I don't know what to do. The same thing. Like, do I like put the iPad on or the iPhone? Yeah, yeah. She's like, no. She's like, tell them what you're going to do beforehand. Like warn them, say like you went to the bathroom, like I'm going to change your diaper down, like try to like, talk to them about it and then get books, like get books and put them on the side. Even now? Yes. Yes. I've tried. I mean, I have every toy possible like next to his diapers to like hand to him. It does not matter. I've given and then him my like, iPhone and he threw it. He so already cracked a screen. Like, Daisy's like kind of doing that. And when I like change her poop, she... Like we'll try to turn and there's poop everywhere, but she's not as bad as Jack. But Jack is strong, you yeah. guys. He's a 28 pound, 13 month old. It's all right. And I, Daisy's 18 pounds. Yeah. Same age. Exactly. Oh my God. All right. Well, that's my fail. I love it. Okay. My win is a, a personal win, not so much like pertaining to my kids, but I was invited to um, present at this. Um, cool award show here in LA called the Writers Guild Awards. It's awesome. And so I left the house, ha- you know, I started getting ready um, at like noon. I left the house at two and then went out to dinner after and Cutter had the two kids alone, completely alone. And he killed it. Yeah. To the point where he texted me when they were sleeping. He's like, you know what, babe, stay out. Like I got this. I'm, I cleaned up. I did the dishes. Like enjoy your night. That's amazing. So that and was you a look major... so hot, by the way. Oh, thanks. You guys can look back on social media. It That's so really sweet. Good. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good night. It was, you looked very fun. <laughs> Thank pretty. you. Yeah. All right. Well, now um, to our guest. If I hadn't met her a handful of times to already know she is as cool and kind as she is gorgeous and fabulous, I would be freaking out. <laughs> Mamas, please welcome to the pod, Heather DeBrow. Hello. That was quite an introduction. Oh my gosh, thank truth. you. You are sweet. really pretty, by the way. Oh, you're so sweet. I have like 10 pounds of makeup on. You um, can't tell. No, you don't. Really? I should have put on like a pound. Yeah, I was like, way. I wish Sorry. I had lip gloss yeah. on. Sorry. Well, you know what I do on Wednesdays? This is like, I don't know if this is my mom fail or win, but it could be both. Both that um, so because on Wednesdays I'm always in Los Angeles and I pack everything into a super long day. I don't drive the kids to school on Wednesday, so I have other people driving them. But I get up, I get them dressed, get everyone not the older ones obviously, but I wake, drag them out of bed, yeah. right. make sure everyone's fed, and then I go back to bed for 40 minutes. Oh, wow, oh, nice. is that the best thing ever? Yes. Yes. I turn on my heated blankie. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, wow. I turn it on like it's so you know it's so painful to get out of bed in the morning. I'm yeah, up at course. 6 a.m. But, Whatever. And I turn the blanket on as I'm getting out of the bed and I just know it's waiting. Oh, oh. what a good move. I don't have one. You have to get one. Do you have one? No. Oh, okay. ladies. Okay. I need to introduce you to the heated blanket. Clearly. We have the weighted. Yeah. Which I like. Okay. So the weighted blanket it's, to me is like smothering. Shocks, though. Yes. It's giving me shock. It does. It always sounds like I'm going to get smothered under a weighted blanket. But my eight-year-old, I was telling you guys before, my eight-year-old um, is back in bed every night coming into my room. Lovely. Uh-huh. I mean, is this your fail? It's with, I have so many fails. That's, I don't even know where the list begins, but I bought her the weighted blanket because I was at my wits end. Yeah. And I, at first I was just too tired to do the walk back and I would just let her sleep with us. But she's literally on my head. Terry ends up leaving the room. Yep. It's like a disaster. Yep. And forget about ever having sex again. It's just, it's over. No, done. So um, I bought the, I finally caved. I bought the weighted suffocating blanket and I put it on her. And I tucked her in. I said goodnight. Stayed with her while she fell asleep. Usually she was coming in at 3 a.m. And I kept trying to stretch it like, here's a clock. Can't come in till 4. You know, yeah. like, tried everything. So I give her the blanket, tuck her in. She goes to bed. And at, I don't know, 1.30 in the morning, she throws my door open. and goes, doesn't work. Oh. 
Oh, my God. <laughs> Usually I sleep till three and now I'm up. Doesn't oh. work. She was done with the weighted blanket. Okay. There you go. Well, yeah. Not they don't work on kids. Mm-mm. But I got her the heated blanket, the, the heating one that I have, and it's got these micro wires in it so you can't feel the wires. Yeah. And it's soft and it's like mm. Sherpa. It's so delicious. Oh, and it, oh, it, And it's like a low, dreamy, lovely heat. Does she like it? She loves it. So now I think the key yeah, is- Yeah, that's why she's in your bed so much. By right. Way. That's why I gave her one. Oh, okay. So I got her one. And if I freeze her, I, re- I was thinking like, why does she love my room? It's freezing in my room. Like it could be snowing in my room because I like it to be snowing and then warm under the covers. Right. Wait, so, does Terry like this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Cutter oh, yeah. and I are the same. We like a cold room and so we're under a lot okay. of covers. Okay. Yeah, a lot of covers. Yeah. You have to get this blankie. I'm going to tell you what it is. Okay. But you have to I love blank- how you call it a blankie. It's a blankie. It's so, <laughs> so good. You definitely have kids. So I f- need to freeze her out with the blankie. And last night she came into my bed at like 1.30. I walked her back in and I realized her air conditioning wasn't on. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's why. So I turned on the air conditioning, sat with her for like 20 minutes. She fell back asleep. I left, slept the whole night. Damn. Great. Okay. So the trend is good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I think one of my biggest mom fails, which was kind of a win for me, I'll just tell you the story quick, was um, I was pregnant with my third child and Max and Nikki, my twins, were probably two years, six months. It was August. It was very hot Mm -hmm. and I was huge and I was like, I need to just sit in a cold room so I'm taking the movies. So I think Cars was playing, but it was only playing somewhere random. Like, you know that one theater that you never go to? Yes. 35 minutes away yeah, and it's yes. hard to park, but you go there because it's the last place it's playing. Uh-huh. So I went there. Or and, it's at the good time, like that's not in the nap time. Oh, like and random... it's not 3D because yes. they don't like 3D yes. because they don't want to wear the glasses right. and that's whole thing. So I found this movie and I'm like, okay, so I take him to this place. It was at the city block, I think it's called. And you had to walk so far and I get him there and it's hot outside. I'm holding their hands. Get to the thing. Take everyone to the bathroom. Get the popcorn. Get the Twizzlers because we're East Coast girls. Mm-hmm. Get the Twizzlers. <laughs> get the whatever. And we go, we sit down in the theater and I'm so happy. I mean, there's popcorn, there's Twizzlers. We're in a cold room. So good. But what I do with the kids, because you know, those candies are huge. Yeah. Yes. And now as they're older, I show them the serving size. Like there's five, five people should be able to eat from this yes. box and the whole thing. But you can't explain that to kids. So like with the Twizzlers, like I take half out, I throw them on the floor and I give them <laughs> That's what I the do. rest of yeah. the thing. So that way it's like, I'm giving you the whole bag. Right. There's no argument. But what happened was on this particular day, halfway through the movie, they wanted more. Oh. And they were like, where are they? And they came more licorice. And they started whining halfway through the movie. And I thought, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, whining. I can't leave them. Yeah. They're two and a half. No. Like, I can't leave them by themselves. No. And I can't, I just cannot get up and walk two of them the whole way back to the concessions. Uh. And walk so I leaned down, oh. picked them up off the yes. movie theater floor, and handed oh, them out. Oh my God. That's exactly what I would have done. Me and there too. You go. <laughs> Me too. I just, Bravo. It was a fail and a win. Yes, yes. exactly. <laughs> it was quick thinking. Quick, it was. Yeah. Yes. It's actually brilliant. I was using my skill set. Yeah. Even if I had one, I would be like, oh, the idea of having, especially being pregnant, get oh. back up, walk, bit. no, 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 no. You did the right Thank thing. Thank you. I like, I've done that before and I like, I look both ways to see if anyone's looking and I'm like, boom, boom. Here you go. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> like shit. And no there was no hand-footed mouth. Everyone survived. Yeah, yeah they're still totally here. Fine. They're great. Awesome. Great story. That's Thank awesome. <laughs> okay. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk all things IVF. Spring is upon us. Summer is coming. We've got to take care of ourselves and our body. We want to feel healthy. So introducing Care Of, a monthly subscription vitamin service that delivers completely personalized vitamins and supplement packs right to your door. Because who has a time or energy or the knowledge to go through all of these vitamins and supplements that people are saying you should be taking or they're taking? It really is a personalized thing of right. what your body needs. And Care Of will make it easy for you. They help figure this out with you and for you. Exactly. And you could do the online quiz. It lets you know exactly what you need. It's fun. And it will tell you all about your diet, health goals, lifestyle choices. And it takes only five minutes to find out your personal, scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. Yes, because it can be really hard to know what vitamins or supplements you should be taking. And so Care of makes it very easy to find out what you specifically need to be your can, healthiest. Can I tell you just really quickly, I have been so tired the last month. So I've I've been asking my mom, who's really good at vitamins, like, what do I need? What do I need? And everything changes monthly. So this is really good. Yes. I just need that 
boost of energy. And let me tell you, a portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with a valuable prenatal vitamin, which is so, so wonderful. Also, there's vegan and vegetarian supplement options, just so you know. Ah, yes. So for 50% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter code MAMASAID50. You guys, for 50% off, 5-0, your first month of personalized care of vitamins, go to takecareof.com and enter code MAMASAID50. Go get healthy, ladies. Okay, we're back with Heather Dubrow. Heather, first, I want to thank you for being open and willing to share your journey with us. Because I think, I mean, for Jenna and I both, we haven't had any experiences with IVF, but we both have a lot of friends who are either going through it or have went through it. And it's a really scary time. I mean, I think it's... For a lot of people, the idea of when you should start thinking about it, I mean, how long you should wait before before doing it. I've had personally had uh, two friends that have gone through endless, I have endless two. rounds of it, years and years of of this fertility struggle. Yeah. And um, I feel for it, but I don't know from it. And obviously, I, yeah. I, I don't either. I mean, I feel so lucky that I was able to get pregnant twice easily. And mm-hmm. I never take that for granted. No. Ever. And yeah. me too. Well, it's such a crazy thing because you feel like it should be just easy. Right. right. I mean, don't we spend all of college going, please don't let me be pregnant. Uh-huh. Please don't let me be pregnant. Yeah. Yes. All of high, high school, school too. <laughs> <laughs> just getting mom. No, I was going to say, my mom doesn't listen to this one. Okay, we're fine. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's what you do. And you worry about it. And you worry about protection. And you worry about you know putting disease aside. We worry about having a child before we're ready or if we're not with the right partner, we're not sure we're with the right partner Mm -hmm. yet or because you want to wait till after you get married perhaps or whatever it is. I think also for me and Jamie, I'm sure you have friends like this also who are actresses who we wait a lot. Yes. Because, you know, at that time, I mean, you know, my oldest kids are 15. So this was, you know, 16, 17 years ago, 18 years when I'm trying to get pregnant. You couldn't just say, I'm pregnant and stay on your TV show. Right, right. Or get hired for a TV show. Right. Times are very different now. But at the mm-hmm. time, you, and you were scared. Maybe it would have worked. Maybe it wouldn't. You didn't know. You were just scared. And you had to like strike while the iron's hot and opportunities coming your way. And so you keep taking it, taking it, taking it. And then by the time you're finally ready, you go, okay, well, I better get on this. Sometimes you've waited too long. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where the IVF comes in. Um, for me... Terry and I got married. I was 30 when we got married. He was 40. And we just started trying like maybe at 32, okay. maybe two years in. We had like two years of, you know, being a couple, whatever. Honeymooning. And honeymooning. And I would have liked longer, but, you know, there's a clock ticking and we sure, figured yeah. it was time to get started. I wanted more than one, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So we started trying. I really thought I was going to get pregnant the first time. A lot of people do. I really, but I was like, it's me. Of course I'm going to get pregnant. Right. First time. I'm on a schedule. I'm going to do this at this time. So pilot season's there. And then I'm gonna, like, I had it perfectly worked out right. and it did not work at all. So we tried and tried and tried. And I want to say it was like seven, eight months, nine months. And we started talking about, do we go get help? Now it's a little different for me because Terry's a scientist. Mm-hmm. So for him, it's very clinical. Hey, if there's a problem, let's go see if we need to fix mm-hmm. it. Now, a lot of times you hear that people who just go and have the initial testing sometimes clears out the tubes because there's certain tests. And I don't remember all the names of the tests, but they put dye in your tubes and make sure everything's working properly. Sometimes that clears you out enough and some people get pregnant just after that. Right. That didn't happen to me. What I will tell you is so many of these tests that they put you through are painful and there, you feel like you're in a factory. Yeah. You're really shuffled through. And I think that's the one thing that people are surprised about when they start going through fertility. Now, this was again, 15 years ago. I'm hoping it's changed a bit, but for me, there wasn't a lot of handholding. So I think it's really great that you guys are talking about this. And there are so many great communities to open up this conversation Mm -hmm. because at the time we didn't have, you know, the internet groups and, you know, podcasts and all this kind of thing. So you kind of felt like you were on an island and you'd walk in and you were like case number 342 because there's so many people there and you're getting your blood taken and they're like, okay, take these drugs, go. But you really had to be your own advocate and really stay on top of everything. And it feels, sounds like it felt so impersonal. Totally impersonal. Uh, For something that's so 
precious. Right. Oh no, you're in, you, it becomes a different thing. It starts as, I love this person. We want to have a child together. Let's do this to, okay, we are now doing procedures and figure out how mm-hmm. to clinically have a child. Mm-hmm. How long, um, after you said like it was seven or eight months and you were trying to get pregnant, when did you finally say to Terry, like, okay, I will go to the doctor and, I think it was his idea, and I think it was about nine, ten months. Like it was not a full year, which I think they usually recommend yeah. you at least try for a year. Mm-hmm. But again, we weren't twenty-five, right? You know, Terry was forty, uh, forty-two at the time. You know, and and it was like time to make sure everything was working. And he was like, "Why are we going to try for another year or two? Yeah. And then we could have just handled this." Were you on board? Were you depressed? Were you upset? Or were you just like, "I, I want a kid, so let's get let's." go to the doctor and figure this out. I think I was just on board. Okay. Because, and again, being married to a doctor, you know, honestly, no one, sickness means nothing to him. Like, unless you're bleeding from your head. And then even he's like, pressure, five minutes. Right. (laughs) There's really no impressing him. So it's all very clinical when Mm. it comes to stuff like that. And he's just like, look, let's go figure it out. Let's go, you know, I rotated under this guy, Hal Danzer. Let's go to his office. Let's talk to him. Let's see what he says. You're so lucky, by the way. Like, what a great attitude to have a husband who kind of doesn't make you like a problem solver. Like, all right, let's fix this. But that's his job too, right? right? So if you like had car issues and your husband was a mechanic, you'd never worry about your car, right? Right, right. I don't worry about my body that much because I've got him. Yeah. Which is a cool thing. I wish Neil was a doctor. I'm going to send Cutter to med school. Because yeah. <laughs> I worry about myself all the time. But then there's a problem that you get no sympathy at all. That's yeah. For yeah. anything. Yeah. So we went to the doctor and he said, you know, like we could, let's start performing some like preliminary tests and get some blood and all that. But it could just be as, you know, simple as a little clomid. There's some beginning drugs right. and some IUI, yeah. some uh, intrauterine most, I think most something. women... Most my friends have like done trials of our IUI before they went to IVF. And is Clomid before IUI or is, what is, do you know? Yeah. So Clomid is a drug that may, I think basically it makes you drop eggs. Okay. Okay. And that's why people that take Clomid a lot of times will end up with twins because you might drop an extra egg, but I Mm. think it helps in that process. Okay. I don't want to speak too much about it because I really, I'm not an expert on that, but it's something like that. So they start you in the gentle things. You don't walk into an office and they go, sign up for IVF. Right. Because you never know what can actually do the thing. Clomid for me was liquid evil. I would take the pill, swallow it, and within 20 minutes, I was a raging bitch. Mm. I mean, a bitch of nuclear proportions, and I knew it, and I couldn't stop it. It was it was so weird. But I was like, all wow. right, you know, I got to figure this out. So we tried that. That did not work for How us. How long do you have to like try on Clomid for? Like uh, two we months? We did it or- a couple of months. Okay, we did a couple of months of trying the Clomid. Um, and the IUIs, mm-hmm. which is basically the turkey baster. Right. None of that worked for us. Got it. But then it was pilot season. So we did like, I'm going to say six months of preliminary IVF type procedures, turkey basting, different kinds of drugs. Um, I did acupuncture, you know, all that sort of supportive stuff mm-hmm. that you can do to try to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. I did all that for six months and I needed a break. Right? Yes. Because these drugs take a toll on you. Did you? And Oh, your husband did, obviously. No, he didn't. Oh, he did. But we were, you no, know, he, because he, all right, so we were living in LA at the time because we used to go back and forth between Orange County and LA. Yeah. I had a show picked up. We moved back to LA. It got canceled. We moved back to Orange County. So got we it. would kind of like go back and forth. Um, at the time we were living in Bel Air and he was commuting. So I was doing all my own shots. So anyone out there thinks like, oh, you have a doctor husband who yeah. did everything. No, I mix. I actually started enjoying it though. Mixing the the little syringes and the little different medicines yeah, together, it was kind of my fabulous. friend just went through it, and she is in she's on Instagram and she has a lot of followers, and she was showing everyone mixing it, and she was like, "I'm going to help my other friends who are going through IVF." Yeah, too. like she was saying, sometimes there's these uh, nurses that you can hire, but she was like, "I actually did it myself," and. She felt like a boss, like a for sure. really do. Megan Edmonds, who was on, we were on Housewives mm-hmm. together. She did IVF and um, talked about it on the show, and she was deathly afraid of needles, like deathly afraid. So I did a couple of shots for her, and then she she got it together and she was able to do it on her wow. own. She was did great. it reverse her fear a little bit? Totally, she's That's great, great now. That's great. That's Isn't awesome. that cool? I love she has that. two babies, right? She has three now. She has three. Oh, she had uh-huh. twins. She had twins. Yeah, yes. little twin boys. That's so awesome. cute. Who doesn't love a tasty smoothie in the morning? The problem is, it's easy to get stuck on autopilot making the same smoothies every day. And even the 
best smoothies can start to get boring and predictable. So why not mix things up a little with Frozen Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends? They do all the hard work for you, pairing only the most delicious fruits together into unique blends, like taking a typical banana and berry smoothie and mixing it up with mangoes and refreshing limes and kiwis. Or you could treat yourself to a sip of paradise with a strawberry watermelon blend with delicious coconut. The best part? They're born to be blended. Each bag is perfectly proportioned with fruit that's frozen to lock in all those nutrients and flavor. And every piece is already washed and cut, so all you have to do is fill up your blender with one of the single-serving bags, add some coconut water, and then blend for an exciting smoothie. Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in your frozen aisle. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Can't get enough of the amazing race? Then check out Now What with Jessica Graff on Podcast One. How sweet is that? Get all the details about this season as the former winner calls up players that get eliminated each week for some juicy mini interviews. We accomplished more on Amazing Race than we did on Big Brother. (laughs) We were far more successful, so our crossover worked in our advantage. (laughs) Download new episodes of Now What with Jessica Graff every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, that luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. While you can't put a price tag on your stories now, with True Car, you can at least find out what your car's worth when it's time to sell or trade it in. Just go to True Car. Simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Watch as they bump up your value. High mileage? You already knew it was going to cost you, but now you know how much it dings your wallet so you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So, when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Okay, so it's pilot, right, so pilot season, and now I've been on these drugs for a while and you know, your body changes. Yeah. So now you're like kind of fat and you're bloated. And when I say fat, I don't mean fat, but no, the extra that you didn't deserve or earn. Right. And it doesn't matter where you start when you have extra on you. It's still extra when you're an actress and you're going on auditions and you want to feel super confident. You really don't. So now I'm on pilot season and you know, I'm testing for shows and you know what? That's very stressful. And you go into these rooms and all these network executives and we're doing the whole thing. We get to, so pilot season is usually like what? February to May. Mm-hmm. ish. So it gets to March, end of March. And I, you know, there weren't a lot of great shows that year for my category, my age. Mm-hmm. And so Terry and I talked and we go, let's go back in and see Dr. Dancer. So we go back in and I said, tell me about IVF. And he goes, okay. He goes, you have unexplained infertility. Terry, we had, we have to do the whole thing where Terry had his sperm tested. Right. Yeah. That you was have to rule out everything. By the way, those <laughs> Wait, plate, why? because you it's know, like you, he has to like, yeah, you gotta like, and- well, you gotta leave a sample, right? right? So we go, oh my God, this is so TMI, but here you go. So we go to the place to do the sperm sample and we walk in there and we're sitting there and doing the paperwork and blah, blah. And then they hand Terry a specimen cup and point him towards the door. Oh God. So he opens the door and I, of course, I peek inside. I don't want to see what the heck's going on in there. And there's like this purple couch, velvet, and a TV. And right. magazines, and I'm sure there's porn and the TV. For sure. And DVDs. I'm like, okay, well, bye. Just to think about the amount of men that I've the, just- I'm so disgusted. Oh. I'm like, I, can't who- you do it at home also? And like you run because you have like a little window? I no? think there's a way you can put it in dry ice or something. But this is okay. this is the best way to okay, do it. Okay, yeah. It's like to fresh. be there. Yeah. It's fresh. They spin yeah. it. It's a whole thing. And we only really wanted to do this one time. Right. So he goes into the purple couch room and I'm sitting in the waiting room and he's in there for some time. And I'm like, <laughs> the heck is going on in there, man? So finally he opens up the door. He goes, Heather, Heather. Oh, he here, needed you. And I go, what, what, what? He goes, open your shirt. So I go, okay. So I open my shirt. And he looks and he goes, all right, get out. 
That's so sweet, though. I thought he was a lady. I would have helped, but he was like, oh, it was so funny. No, but he needed none of that stuff worked for him. Can you help? Can the woman go in and help? I don't know, but he didn't want that. Like, he just, I don't know. He needed his quick pick. Yes. Well, I will tell you, before children, this rack was very good. Uh, Full natural D breasts. Wow. Yeah. I don't even want to go there with my boobs right now. Not anymore. Just it goes to your husband. I know. I, by the way, I have real breasts. Yeah. Yes. They're they great. look really good. It's a good bra. I'm wearing a strap. It's all about broads. the bra. It's padded bra. Um, so here's the thing with breasts, and then I'll continue on. But here's the thing with breasts. Um, I'm allergic to everything. Pl- uh, latex, plastic. If I got implants, it would be a disaster. Mm. I also don't. I'm not judging people that get them, but I don't know how personally I would feel about having a foreign body in my body. Sure. Yeah. It also seemed a little cliche to be married to a plastic surgeon living in Orange County with. Implants. I don't know why. It just felt that way. I get me. it. I just, it just. But like, wasn't I my feel thing. like I need them. Like, I also like. I'm not married to a plastic surgeon. But like, my boobs are two different sizes, and it's really annoying. They're like, completely two different sizes. Completely, like an A and a D because of breastfeeding. Because I like produce so much more on my left boob. Oh, that's interesting. And it sucks. That does. Like, suck. It really sucks. Like, I can't wear bikinis. But like, then you're the perfect candidate. The I only, am. I the am. The only thing I would caution you, and this is yeah. what I always say. I'm not running out to do it. By the way, see, but. a lot of people when they say, "Oh, I'm done to have my last child," they go for the mommy. No, makeover. I'm actually scared, but. No, I think you go to a board certified plastic surgeon, you're in good hands, you go to appropriate size, you're not going to end up unbotched, I promise. <laughs> but, Can you imagine? Like, but next if you year. need to, we know who to call. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. But the thing is, is that sometimes your body bounces back. So I actually, my breast tissue between babies three and four, I, it was a disaster. Oh, your breast tissue got better. I mean, it changed? It changed. And I didn't breastfeed, but I lost, like, yeah. I was, like, like pancakey and yeah. bad. Yeah. But after the fourth, at first I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And weirdly, my breast tissue came That's back. so interesting. That needs to happen to me. It, but it might. You All need I'm to have saying is kids. you need to <laughs> no. make sure you're done, and then you need to let the body settle. This is, you know, that's your years from now. I'm talking about. Yeah, no, but I think that you're onto something that we we don't we assume that our bodies need to bounce back immediately, and Mm -hmm. having a like having a child and the changes that go through your body. I don't think we give ourselves enough time. Definitely not. We don't because it, and it comes back to social media because we're, we're used to seeing these flawless women right. who pop out a baby and they're in a bikini three weeks later in the Caribbean with their newborn. And you're like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I no, can't even fit real. in the Spanx. Right. You know, right. it's terrible. Right. Oh my God. But anyway, so that would be my advice would be to wait. All right. Okay. So back to the Good idea. advice actually. So, um, so I said, you know, what about the, IV, what about IVF? And he goes, well, with I think with what's going on with the two of you and it's unexplained, but all of your, you, you produce follicles and your tubes are clear. He goes, I really think you have a good 80% chance of getting pregnant. And I go, let's do that. Yeah. Let's just do that. So we start on the IVF process, which again is a lot of shots and a lot of hormones and it's messing with you. And then you have a procedure called an egg retrieval. So they, they stimulate, overstimulate mm-hmm. your ovaries. Now, you can imagine how uncomfortable this is. So they mm-hmm. overstimulate your ovaries and then you go in for a procedure where they take all of those eggs, eggs. out and your husband's there, your partner, whomever, and Gives an, yet another sample without me, without the purple. I don't yeah. know how that all went down. <laughs> but he gives the sample and they create the embryos right there and then. What happened to me was pilot season wasn't quite over. And I had a network test. Oh, God. The day that my retrieval was scheduled. Listen how insane oh. I am. I went at 7 a.m., had my egg retrieval done. It's under anesthesia. Pull them out. I recovered. I relaxed. I sat there. I had a driver take me home. I got dressed and I went to the network test. Oh, and you booked my it? God. I, you know, the sad part is I didn't book it. It would be a better Wait, story if I got the job. <laughs> but by the way, next time I have an audition, I'm going to be like, if Heather can do an egg retrieval right. in the morning, I've got no excuse. But I did. It was the studio test and I did make it to the network test. But it was one of those. Do you remember back in some of the years um, in pilot auditions where. Like when I first started auditioning for pilots, it was two people for a part. And then, I mean, really, or sometimes I would even test against myself. It would right. just be me. And then I feel like there was a few years where um, the networks got scared, the executives, and, and they like wanted six, to see- seven people. Oh, no. I was at tests where there were 10 people. Oh, my goodness. 10 people. Like so different. A Benetton ad of people right. all for the same 
part and you're like, well, it doesn't really matter if I'm brilliant. They either want to go this way, that way, that way. You know, you can't compete. Yeah. So I, I passed the studio test, but eventually did not book the job. But the good news is- You're still like a mama warrior. I got pregnant. Mm. So that was the, the happy part of that story. So you did IVF once and you got pregnant. This was the first time. Okay. So I had four embryos and one- was very, they didn't think was going to work out. Right. Mm-hmm. But they put all four in anyway. No, they put, four? no, they put the four in. They put the Is four that in. normal that they put four in? The protocols change every year okay. and they change person to person. But here's the thing. the gr- They grade the embryos. Right. So if you had like all double A embryos, they wouldn't put four in. Right. Got it. They weren't. And that's what I always tell the twins. Like, I think you were a B and you were a C <laughs> and not so great. Yeah. But three ended up taking. And so I actually was pregnant with triplets for, God, 13 weeks. Wow. Oh, my gosh. 14 weeks, maybe even longer. They had told me that the triplet probably wasn't going to survive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're pregnant with triplets and you're watching them. And that was hard. Um, oh, my gosh. Of course. Yeah. And so I do caution people to put in, you know, what you think you can handle also. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because you don't know what's going to take and what's not going to take. And we were lucky enough. I mean, we had the means to be able to take care of right. three if we had had three, but it's a, you know, it's a lot taking care of three kids. T- twins was crazy. Yeah. But um, we had done um, CVS to Which genetically test genetic the embryos. So we knew it was two girls and a boy. Mm-hmm. And um, we lost one of the girls. And which we had known. And so I'll tell you that for years, I just cried and cried and cried over this and thought, what if, what if, what if, what mm-hmm. if? And then when I went back, I wanted, I went back and did IVF again. I had no frozen embryos, nothing. Went back to do IVF again. And I wanted the experience of having one child, mm-hmm. just one. Cause t- twins was amazing and yeah, cool and fun and great. And it's a boy and a girl. And like, can't really get better than yeah. that. Right. But it was so much. And I went from someone that had never held a baby to having two kids mm-hmm. at the same time. It was crazy. So I wanted the experience of having one. So I went back in, went to the doctor, says, all right, I'm just going to do the same protocol. I said, great. Um, what's the age gap? So, um, the, they're, um, like two years, 10 months apart, okay. almost three years. Got it. And then Coco's four years younger than Kat. Okay. So I said, you know, I just would like to have one. So they did the genetic testing and I ended up with three embryos and it was two girls and a boy. And I had that moment. Well, you know, I didn't want to have to pick. Yeah. Because you feel like you're playing God, which yeah. is weird. Because like, when do you stop playing God? Because aren't you playing God by having IVF in the first place? Well, because I know a lot of people that don't need to do IVF that choose to do IVF for the sex the gender. that they want. Yeah. Right. And I understand like if you had three boys and you wanted a girl, I'm, I don't want to be judgmental about it. But like at some point, where do we stop with that? What if you could pick the eye color and the hair color and the height and the, I don't know. I, I don't it know. I like, think that's oh, where it, it feels like too much. But, who, but I don't know. But this is, a, it's a personal thing. I don't know. But for me, I said, they said, you have three embryos that look great. I go, great. Put in the strongest one. Yeah. And they go, well, here's the thing. And I go, oh crap. So what I realized was two of them, the two strongest ones, neck and neck, one was a boy and one was, was a girl. girl. So I said to Terry, I go, we're going to let the lab guy decide. Right. Is that is that not playing God? Yeah. Or mm. do we just make a decision? And so I come from a family of sisters. So I thought, okay, I have a boy and a girl. I'll pick a girl, pick the girl. And so she'll have a sister. This will be great. So we picked the girl and we ended up with Katerina. Katerina is one of the most special human... I don't say this about all my kids, by the way. She's one of the most special <laughs> human beings on the planet. Like she is just... There's just something about this child that mm-hmm. radiates light. Mm-hmm. She's very special. I need to see a picture. Yeah, I'll show you a picture. She's... um. Of course, now she's 12 and a half, so starting to become a little teenager. But right. she, she's a really special kid. And every, like everyone loves Kat. If you don't like Kat, there's a problem with you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's that kind of kid. But for so many years, I had been crying over the baby, the little girl. And what I realized later was, I don't know, it just came to me randomly, that if we had had all three, that I probably would have gone back to have one and chosen the boy. Yes. Mm. You would have never Mm. had Kat. And then Kat wouldn't exist in this world. Yeah. Which is such a crazy thing to think about. I always think about that, like the the what ifs and like... 
everything happens for a reason. And if you didn't go to this place, you wouldn't have met this person. And that- Yeah. So we talk about playing God and we talk about IVF. I'm so thankful that there are so many things we can do mm-hmm. to be able, if you have the desire to be a parent, it's just incredible. So I'm, I'm very grateful with all things. And, I, and I'm very lucky that it worked on me so quickly. Yes. Yeah. Um, with my sister, she had to go through IVF also. She went to my doctor, did four rounds, didn't work, went to a different doctor, totally worked. Sometimes you need a, a new pair of eyes, yeah. which is important too. But then, as you probably know, I have four children. Yeah. Tell us what happened. <laughs> so I have the third, and this is what happened with Kat. So Katarina... And this is why I love that you're doing your podcast because I love that you're sharing. And this is an example of me being very, very alone. Katerina was this chubby, gorgeous baby, big blue eyes, head of dark hair, fat, like that really good fat baby. And she was just always happy. You know how you talk about your daughter just sits in college? She's just always happy. But at 15 months old, she wasn't crawling. She wasn't walking. She wasn't talking. Nothing. Okay. Okay. But happy, but wasn't doing anything. And we kept trying, like, took her to my gym and right, she'd right. sit there like a latka. how 15 months? 15 months. Sit there like a latka. But a the pediatrician just these, like, I'd be like, it was, at first it was like very embarrassing. I'm like, come on. Right. Like, <laughs> well, what, to did, move her legs. what was the pediatrician saying? He was like, oh, she's going to be a late starter or whatever. Because he didn't see anything else that was. No, he was fine with it. And I just kept going, I don't, uh, I don't know. But we got to the point where we had to get it evaluated. Sure. So, the, so we took her to a pediatric neurologist, mm-hmm. took her in there, and they gave her the MCHAT, which is this test that they take. And after it was done, he told me that she was apraxic and that she would not have four words by the age of four. And you know how we all do Dr. Google mm-hmm. and we look things up? Well, if you look up apraxia, it's it's not good. Uh-huh. It sounds like a very impaired deaf person. Uh-huh. It's really, it's it can't really speak. Um, it's a very- You must have been in a very dark place. So I, I was listening to him and I, I go, uh-huh, uh-huh. And I'm looking at her and I'm listening and I'm like, okay, okay. And he goes that, and that's the way it is. And you need to start her on therapies. You need to this, that. So I take her and I took, like it was yesterday, took her downstairs, opened up the car, put her in her car seat, kept the door open, stood two feet away, called Terry and started hysterically crying. And I'm like, this is what he said. And she's apraxic and she's not going to have four words by the age of four. And she's, and he said, I don't believe it. Call Dr. Yu. And I don't believe it. And well, and he goes, this guy's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, of course. And he goes, we will figure this out. And I'm like, I'm never having another child. Done, done, done. As it turns out, she was not apraxic. Thank God. But we, I did immediately start her. There's really the great therapy. support therapies for your children under three. I'm sure you guys talk about this, but in your communities that the um, – the cities pay for. I, yes. Oh, yeah. The regional center. These regional centers are, I have chills. The, these regional centers are the most phenomenal places on the earth. They have volunteers. They have very low paid, incredible people working there with children from all kinds of different needs. And yeah. they come to your home, a lot of them. They will come to your home. I know home. someone whose kid is in occupational therapy mm-hmm. and it's free and they come to your home and it's the, I've seen two of the therapists and they're so sweet and warm and they just, they really do help. They're and amazing. I had people come to the house, but I preferred to go out okay. because I needed to get out of the yes. house and I needed her to, I wanted her to be with other people yeah. and I didn't want home to feel like therapy. Yeah. So it was kind of important for me to take her places, but it was also, you know, it's heartbreaking because then you're seeing children that are even more impaired and you know, I, it, it's, it's like a crazy ride, but everyone was so wonderful with her. So she did physical therapy. She had low tone in her body and she from did- From not moving around. From not moving around. And then she did speech therapy at 15 months old. She wasn't speaking. Right. Mm-hmm. So we were in speech therapy for three years. Was she, she babbling? Um, or just not even really. She wasn't mute. I mean, she'd make noises. Right. Yeah, she made noises, but there was no words. Right. Not even mama. Nothing. Nothing. And at that age, at fifteen months, you know, yeah, you're, you're yeah. expecting that. Yeah, of course. She literally <laughs> went from <laughs> zero to sixty, and my pediatrician was so on it, and he was like, "I don't believe it. She's very clear. I see children every day. I deal with a lot of children that are on that are spectrum mm-hmm. on the spectrum that are autistic, that have Downs, that have all these different children with special needs. She is this is not her." Mm-hmm. 
thank God in her case, she went from, you know, zero to 60. Her first words were press play because apparently <laughs> I was leaving the video on in the back of the car a little too long. Um, so hilarious. it's a great ending for her. She's actually yeah. a brilliant <laughs> talker. It's a good lesson. I mean, Jamie knows that a couple of weeks or like maybe a few months ago, my daughter who's 14 months, she wasn't saying mama, dada. She said a couple of other words, but you know, it, it worried me. Yeah. yeah. And I talked about it a couple of times on the show and I was like, gosh, like, do I go talk to someone? She says it now. Um, she's saying a lot of words now, but it's, it's important to know that a, just always ask a doctor if you're mm-hmm. worried. B, just because it's not on like this timeline that everyone talks about, or if you Google it and it's like, oh, by eight months, if they're not saying mama, dad, dad, go see someone about it. Right. Like, don't don't always believe what you read. It's it it is not always the case. I agree. And in my case, Daisy didn't do it at eight or nine months, whatever. She did it at on her own time at like eleven or twelve months. You have to find the balance between Making sure they're on track and not getting carried away. Yeah. But anyway, after her, I'll just wrap the story up. So after her, I said, I'm never having another child. Even though I had these two frozen embryos, I always thought, oh, if I want another one, I'll pop the last one in, have a boy, two and two, Nick, you'll have a brother, we'll be good. Right. And then I got pregnant naturally. Amazing. Crazy. Wow. My little miracle. And she's like the craziest, coolest most on fire. She loves to sleep with you. Who loves to sleep with me with her heated blanket. And uh, she's real rough and tumble like a boy. She just got her secondary black belt. Yay. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. She's a really cool kid. So oh my we've gosh. been really blessed. You well, are really lucky. Thank you for lucky. sharing that journey with us. You know, it's, you. it's it's important for people to talk about. You know, I think that there's like people can feel, I mean, I know for myself, like living with MS, you feel like something's wrong with you and you have this shame and guilt and there's nothing wrong with if you if you're having trouble getting pregnant, there's there's nothing to feel shameful about. And like you said, that there it's we live in a beautiful age where there's help. And, and there's for God's sake, there. don't try to get pregnant with your friend. What do you mean? What do you mean? Like, hey, let's get pregnant at the same time. Oh, I don't <laughs> do it's the worst idea ever. Right. That happened to a friend of mine. Right. It was so bad because one got pregnant, yes. the other one yeah. didn't, and then it was a disaster. Oh, yeah. don't do that. No. Everyone has their own little schedule. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, Heather, thank you. Thanks for having me. So you much guys. fun having you here. Oh thank you, thank you. So we all put on perfume every day, you know, just because I'm we want to smell good for our man or we didn't get to shower. But here's something you don't think about what's actually in it. And again, ladies, this is why we are so excited about Fleur. They make beautiful, non-toxic perfumes, and they list all of their ingredients for you online to get a good scent made with clean ingredients. And that's what it's all about. Good, clean, fun. So try Fleur. P-H-L-U-R. And another cool thing, every Fleur scent is gender-free. So you guys, it doesn't need to be for a man or a woman anymore. These scents are amazing for everyone. And you get to know them with they they have like these um, mood boards for each yes. side, like pic- pictures and words and even playlists. So you kind of see like the type of person you are and how it would work it's into very your personal. life. So go to Fleur.com today and use promo code MAMA to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code MAMA at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. P-H-L-U-R.com. So that was so awesome. Of Heather to share. Love her, that by the way. But I wanted to quickly give to you guys out there. So my best friend from high school um, went through a very difficult fertility journey. She had seven IUIs, four rounds of IVF, and things were not working out for her. But she did something called endoscratch that really helped her. So most of the research for this procedure is done in the UK and Australia. So it's not known much here, but the medical term is endometrial biopsy, and it can be covered by insurance. So talk to your doctors about it if you feel like you're in this situation. So basically, the research shows that when there's a disruption, a.k.a. a scratch, in the endometrial lining, it increases blood flow to mend the scratch, which as a result increases the chance of implantation. Um, She's convinced that this is what gave her her little girl. And I had another friend who went through 13 IUIs and four IVFs, and now she's on the adoption road. So look, mommies, like there's a lot of different ways to become a mom. And I feel for everyone's journey if it's difficult. But in the end of the day, 
I just feel like you should be forgiving in whatever way the universe yeah. has you, you know, being led to being a mom. Do you agree? I agree with you. Yeah. I have a quick thing to mention. Um, a friend of mine is a cancer survivor, and she had to make a decision very quickly whether or not um, she wanted to preserve her eggs and do IVF because when she did chemo, she couldn't preserve her eggs anymore. So she created, and I, I just want to mention it because I think it's beautiful mm. because a lot of people out there who um, are thinking about fertility and IVF, their um, cancer survivors or surgery, they've gone through surgery, and for some reason they can't... Um, after that, after chemo, they can't uh, do IVF. So she started this organization called Chick Mission, and it's a nonprofit, and they're focused on basically to ensure cancer patients that they have a fertility future. And it's a really beautiful, beautiful organization. So if you are a cancer patient or you've had surgery and you um, are, are thinking about that, I, go go to their website. I think it's thechickmission.org. It's, it's really beautiful. That's amazing. Okay. And now it's shitty mommy time. Shitty mommy. Our shitty mommy this week is from Doris, uh, Mama Said Facebook member. Okay. I lost my shit. My house was calm. I was doing laundry, organizing my three-month-old's closet. Then he woke up screaming. My three-year-old daughter was following me around saying, Mommy, over and over again. And then I tripped over her doll Jeep in the hallway for the second time. And I said, Riley, put the Jeep in your room. I'd already asked twice. Or I'll put it in the dumpster. I told my three-month-old that he needed to chill out. And I would get his bottle as soon as I could, as if he was going to be okay and stop crying. After feeding and calming him down, I have anxiety. I apologized to my daughter for getting frustrated so quickly. She sat down in the ottoman and said, talk to me. Why did you get frustrated so easy? Tell me what happened. So I guess my three-year-old is now my therapist. I laughed and I told her I could, couldn't help her and her brother at the same time. And it was hard. That uh, is so And that's true. Cute. Sometimes it's hard. You can't help everybody at the same time. So you're not a shitty mommy. You're, you're a human mommy. And you're human. Okay. And we will leave you with our mama said. Remember, ladies, mama said, no matter how tough and scary the storms get, you will make it through and we are here for you love to you all bye Bye, you guys thanks for listening to mama said with jamie and jenna new episodes are available weekly at podcast one.com the podcast one app or wherever you get your podcasts and if you love the show don't forget to leave a rating and review Sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are GenuCell. The GenuCell jawline treatment is yours for free when you order the classic GenuCell plant stem cell therapy. Go to GenuCell.com or text MAMA to 77453 to order now. Care-of. For 50% off your first month of personalized Care-of vitamins, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code MAMASAID50. Dole. Check out Dole Crafted Smoothie Blends. Find them in the frozen aisle. True Car. For a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car. Fleur. Go to Fleur.com and use promo code MAMA to get 20% off of your first custom Fleur sample set.